Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck and I'm your host. And once again, I want to apologize for the sound quality. I'm in my vehicle. Um, I've actually been doing a part-time job doing deliveries lately and it's been consuming a lot of my time. But I don't like to put my episodes on hold. I like to put it out there when it's fresh in my mind so I don't forget anything. Uh, but anyways, this episode is uh, hype yet. The hypochondriac in her and um, it's been over the years actually since I had met her um, her mother was a major hypochondriac and she's always been sort of a hypochondriac but since her BPD has come out um, I haven't researched online if that's a big part of BPD but it seems like since her BPD has come about um, the hypochondriac has increased like tenfold. So um, I don't know if other people have this problem or not um, due to BPD or involved in their relationship, but I just wanted to throw my experience out there. So with that being said, let's get on with the episode. Thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. This is Brad Shattuck, your host. And like I said, this episode is uh, titled The Hypochondriac in Her. Like I said, um, I think a lot of it had to do with her mom. Um, Her mother always got attention by seeing all these illnesses. It was weird. When I first met her mom, her mom was uh, probably about 54 years old. And she would over-exaggerate these things by... My insides are falling out, and you know I think I might have cancer. And you know the first couple of weeks I met the family, I I, I felt bad. I'm like, oh my god, I'm just meeting this girl, and just sounds like her mother doesn't have too long to live, you know. So I believed in. I was extra nice to her, thinking, you know, I better enjoy the time I have with her. And um, she ended up living to be 84 years old, but the whole time I knew her mother, her mother always 
um, you know, she went to the doctor for a headache. She didn't, um, you know, she, even simple things like instead of her saying she has a headache, my brain hurts. Um, you know, instead of saying I got a stomach ache, um, my intestines feel like they're exploding. You know, it's using different terminology and you know, exas uh, exaggerating to, you know, to the fact. And you know, even one time she had come home and um, she started, um, she threw a pocketbook down and slammed the door and. So we came out, me and my wife came out and said, what's wrong? She's like, oh, just one more thing to effing worry about. I said, what? She goes, I have a disease that can't be cured. I'll probably end up dying from it. I'm like, what? She goes, I got this, uh, she opened the paper. Oh, God, how do you say this? This this right here, she pointed at it. I said, it's diverticulitis. She said, yep, yep. People die from that. I said, well, I mean, that's like if you're allergic to peanut oil. And you drink peanut oil, yeah, you can die from it, but you change your diet. She goes, oh, there's, there's all kinds of things I can't eat anymore. And she goes, and one of the things is, is popcorn. And, and this lady did, like, love popcorn. And, um, you know, I said, well, it's, it's an adjustment. Just like I told her, I said, you know, I had uh, high cholesterol one time. It was like 220. You know, anything over 200 is considered a little high. I said, you know, all I did was just watch my fatty content. And she's like, that's one thing I have to almost change everything I eat and almost everything I like I can eat and you know I kind of left it at that because you know I have two other relatives actually three that have diverticulitis and it's not a major change yeah it's a you know uncomfortable adjustment you know it's but you know she exaggerated you know to the point of you know making it sound like a huge thing and um you know oh my god as soon as she got in her bedroom, she called almost everybody she knew. She's got seven children, including my wife. She called every single one of them, told them, I have this disease called this. And I think there was a couple or a few, actually a few of them had said to her, Jesus, that's what Brad said too. You know, none of you take this seriously. And she was, they probably said, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You change your diet. You know, it's like if you have, um, you know, irritable bowel syndrome, certain things you can't eat or, you know, uh, but anyways, um, and then she got mad because, um, after she called all her kids, she called a bunch of her friends, maybe four or five. She was on the phone all day calling everybody, trying to get the right, uh, sympathy that she was looking for, you know, like, oh my God. Well, one of the ladies who lives down the street, it's not really her aunt, but we call her aunt. She ended up rushing over and, um, I hear, hear her pull in and I went out to greet her because she, she's an elderly lady. And I said, Hey babe, how you doing? And that's her nickname. And uh, she's like, oh, my God, I'm running over here. I guess Tina found out bad news. She's got a disease or something. And, you know, I just want to see what I can do to help her and support her. And I took her aside and I explained to her what it was. And she's like, well, that's not how she explained it. And I said, babe, you know how, you know, she is. And she's taking it to that level. And I'm sorry if she got you up and roared, you know, and in an uproar and all worried and everything. And But anyways, that's talking about my mother-in-law. But... So anyways, my wife was always, you know, subjected to seeing this behavior and, you know, saw how her mother, you know, would, would get attention from it. And the other problem is, with her and my wife, if you try to use thing, something as an example, try to show empathy. Oh, no, they don't want empathy, they want sympathy. You know, because I would say something like, well, look at the time when I busted my leg. I couldn't drive, I couldn't walk, um, I had to take handicap access. In half a mile. So, fast forward to my wife, um, 
after her mother passed away four years ago and you know her BPD started getting worse after we got divorced and everything her hypochondriac got really worse because you know she was using it to get additional sympathy you know besides the issues she's going through now um, it just added to it and um, my latest episode where I said I gone up to her house uh, the episode was nine hours in heaven um, as soon as I went up there she said you know Audrey see if you look at me I'm not healthy my kidneys are shutting down um, my COPD's gotten worse um, what else did she say and she, oh no and she said she believes she has a brain tumor because she's gotten massive headaches in the past a uh, couple of weeks almost every day but again she doesn't say headache she says her brain has been hurting so you know in the past sometimes I would be like well you know I'm not a doctor so let's get you to the doctor you know instead of saying you know sometimes I would be like well I don't know what you want me to do I'm not a doctor and giving you empathy or sympathy is not gonna cure it let me get you to a doctor but she won't because you know there's one reason I really believe because she doesn't ever get the answer she wants to hear you know it's always just you got migraines you know you can take care of that with medicine or you know she wants it to be something um, much more serious but not on her deathbed you know she doesn't want to hear she's got cancer or something she but she would like to hear like with her headaches she would love to hear you have the worst kind of migraines um, you're gonna have to be in the hospital for a week we're gonna have to do extensive tests you know something like that she wants to have the ultimate care so she can get the ultimate sympathy so that night when I was up there um, I played it off different because I didn't want any argument whatsoever I said well hon let me can you make the appointments and I promise I'll bring you I, I promise I will and um, she's like I got other shit to worry about blah 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 more important than my health and I said well can I make the appointments for you I'll just tell them that you know um, I'm shopping and, and your cell phone is not working. I'll make up an excuse why I have to call. And please, let me help you. I'll bring you. And, um... So again, I don't know if this is, you know, um, one of the symptoms of BPD, um, or a subtype of BPD, um, or if it's part of the narcissism, um, which is a subtype of BPD. I'm, I'm not sure. Um... And I probably never really thought about it too much because she's always had the hypochondriac. Um, and I think it was brought on by her mom. And I think she has it as well, so it kind of collided together. But it seems like it has gotten worse with her BPD. So it might be one of those things where if you already have it, BPD can enhance it um, or not. But I don't know if anybody else has this issue um, the same as me. Did they have it? Did it um, get worse later on or... Did it just come about when they started uh, getting diagnosed with BPD or not? But it does become frustrating because, you know, she's always talking about being sick. And I follow the law of attraction a lot. And they say if you are around people that are negative, you'll become negative, like attracts like. You know, if you're around people that are always um, talking about being sick or being sick, you know, you as well. It's like you mirror um, or the, the Nugent theory where uh, Dr. Nugent put... Uh, pendulum clocks on all four um, four walls in a room and came back um, two days later and all the pendulums were in sync with each other 
you know, I just like to say if you put, you know, six six women in a house together, they'll all menstruate at the same time. So, you know, I definitely don't fall into that trap. Um, and and the problem is, even if I had illnesses, and you know, when I go to the doctor or something, I, I don't announce it to her because she likes that to be her thing. You know, it, it's like if I bring anything up. I'm not looking for sympathy anyways, you know, I may just mention I'm going to doctors, you know, but I don't get into it like she does, because um, I don't want to think I'm looking for sympathy, and I wouldn't get it anyway, so again, it's like one of those things, why fight a war if you're not going to win it, um, if it's not going to get a benefit out of it, so I don't even mention it, um, but anyways, um, yeah, I was going to mention something, but that's a little private, but but anyways, I just figured I'd throw that out there in case anybody else, um, you know, says, oh my god, yeah, yeah, I noticed the same thing, and so, um, now the thing is, what am I going to do about it? Um, I am going to research online and, and see if there's any correlation between BPD and hypochondriac um, disorder and see if there's any correlation there or not. But, you know, again, um, I've been receiving some emails here and there about uh, just thanking me for my uh, podcast and uh, sympathizing with me about my situation and saying, you know, that they um, that people like the fact of how supportive I am of my wife, how much I love her, and how I won't abandon her or anything. Um, but I really wish more people would um, send me some emails and uh, ask me to read them on the air, and I could answer their questions on the air. Uh, seems to have slowed down a lot lately. But anyways, uh, this episode isn't that long. You know, tried figured I'd make it under 12 minutes, and it's just a little over 10 minutes. But anyways, thank you again for listening. Um, and as I close every episode and say, if you have somebody in your life with BPD, Love them as much as you can by telling them and showing them. They find it so hard to love themselves. They're scared in their own skin. Try to make them feel as comfortable as they can. Don't make them think there's something wrong with them or they're odd or that they're not a normal part of the human race. And try to make them feel as much as possible that you won't abandon them, that you'll stick by them. If you love them, you'll do that. Thank you again for listening. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again, and have a happy life.